Well, hello, people of Earth. How are you today? I'm assuming you're saying good. Or, you know, another day in paradise, that's what I always say. But uh, it is another day in paradise, and sometimes I mean that sarcastically. But uh, you know what? I'm trying real hard to mean that uh, literally, you know? Trying to appreciate these days regardless of what's going on and just give thanks to a roof over my head food in my fridge a door i can lock a car a job you know all the little things in life and uh ladies and gentlemen if you have been a fan of the podcast you know that i am a fan of the little things and trying to you know acknowledge and appreciate those little things uh, as much as possible and it gets hard you know, it's not an easy thing to do, believe it or not. You would think it would be. But just with so much distraction and so many things that uh, cause your mind to go awry, you know, it's really hard to concentrate on just the basics and be appreciative and, and uh, be thankful and grateful for, you know, the basic necessities that you may or may not have. But, you know, the things that you do have, whether it's just clothes on your back and a place to sleep and you know, people who care about you and things like that, you know, I mean, the little things, you know, uh, shout out to Neverboard Magazine for way back in the day publishing an article called The Little Things. Um, man, I'm hoping one day I can get all those articles and put them up on a website uh, for you guys. Maybe that will be with uh, the creation of the Burning Sage website. I can try and uh, get all that stuff for you so you can read some of my things if you'd like. Uh, no worries if not. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, we back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's another day in paradise. <laughs> Keep using that goddamn thing. Um, yeah, you know, I uh, had a couple great episodes um, these past couple weeks. And, you know, we're back in podcast form. It's been a while. And today I do not have a guest. Uh, so it'll be an episode where I kind of catch you guys up on where I've been. And, uh, you know, I think the, the last time... I was doing podcasts consistently um, on a weekly basis or, you know, at least a little bit more consistent um, was like t almost two years ago now, believe it or not, maybe even three. It was like the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I was living in the Bay Area. We'll get into all that, but, you know, it's good to be back and it's good to be, you know, this year, um, as I'll explain later too, it's it's going to be an exciting year for me and, and I'm really excited Um to share with you guys all that I have planned, and that will be uh, kind of the bulk of this episode. will be me catching you up on where I've been, and, uh, you know, we're sparing you a few details. I think, um, you know, I've been releasing a lot of these old episodes um, leading up to uh, me coming back and, and making new episodes. I've been, you know, at first these episodes were only available on uh, SoundCloud because, uh, you know, I guess I just didn't take uh, the time to figure out how to, you know, I thought it was going to be more of a process than it actually was uh, to put your podcast on, you know, all the other podcast uh, platforms. But now we have it on most the, um, you know, big platforms, Spotify, I think it's on like the Amazon podcast or whatnot. Um, I'm looking forward to putting it on iHeartRadio and uh, iTunes and Apple Music and stuff that will come uh, soon, it's just a process of me uh, sending it in and getting approval or something like that. Um, shout out to RSS Feed for making it pretty simple and easy to uh, 
to do this kind of stuff and to upload these things and it automatically distributes to these podcast uh, platforms and stuff. So that, that part's really cool. And it's been really exciting to be back. Um, as you know, uh, if you have listened to those old episodes, I, you know, this is just something I'm passionate about. You know, I don't necessarily, I'm not making any money off this. Um, you know, I'm doing this out of the, it's kind of a hobby of mine, I guess you could call it. Uh, I just, you know, if it, just to explain it one more time for those of you that may be new listeners, you know, the whole idea of the burning sage is, you know, I am sage. That's my name, Sage Ryan Cash. And, you know, when you burn sage, uh, in a traditional sense, you cleanse the air, basically, um, that to summarize that ritual. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a cleansing of myself. I got uh, my mind is riddled with thoughts and, and uh, things that, you know, I end up kind of whoever's <laughs> whoever's around me will be the victim of uh, these things. You know, my my mouth vomit, my word vomit, um, usually, you know, um, so I thought, well, why not? try out uh podcasting and all this stuff and i fell in love with it man i really did and i've you know um it's something that's it's it, it is hard uh to stay consistent with especially if you don't make money and whatnot and we've we've talked about that before in, in certain episodes and stuff if you're curious go back and listen go back and listen to uh my war i think that's one of the ones i talk about it um but you know it's like days you don't really it's kind of weird to be honest to sit down and, and record myself talk you know i think at first um when I first started it, I had a plan of, you know, I was writing for the magazine Never Bored, and I thought, you know, it'd be cool to to kind of talk about what I had, what I was writing about, and uh, have it kind of correlate and you know expand on these ideas I had and stuff. But once I kind of said all of those things that I, you know, that was plaguing me and whatnot, and all those topics like the cruelty of self doubt and two, uh, dark times, two years without sex, and the benefits of killing yourself, all those things, uh, which I am really proud of. Um, but, you know, after I said those things, uh, it kind of, I kind of, my fear is I don't want to become just a place to bullshit and just be another bullshitter online. You know, I want to have some sort of purpose. Um, I just, I, I haven't quite figured out what that is yet um, necessarily, but I'm still, you know, I'm still searching for that. Uh, you know, I'm still searching for the identity of this whole um, thing I'm doing here. But, you know, if anything, it's just to kind of rid my mind and cleanse myself of all these thoughts and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I, tr I tend to talk about real topics and, and real conversations um, that I've had with people or that I'll have with people on the podcast, you know, I um, I, th I'd like to think that I, you know, have, uh, have something to say and, and something worth listening. And a lot of you listeners out there have actually hit me up and told me that you appreciate this stuff. So that kind of keeps me going and keeps me encouraged to continue these things because, you know, like I said, it is weird to sit down, um, in like right now I'm sitting down in downtown Eugene in an office where I work and we have a spare room and nobody's in the office today. So I'm using it to record this podcast and, um, it's weird, you know, I'm in a room by myself, uh, just talking and recording myself talk. It's, it's just some, you know, it's weird. And I think when, like I said, when I first started, it wasn't as weird cause I had things to say and you know, I, I just, you know, I'm not in this to become famous. I'm not in this to get glory. I don't think that, you know, I shit gold or, or anything like that. I really don't, you know, it, it's just something I'm passionate about. Something I like doing, you know, I, I, I enjoy, um, sitting down, 
and and talking i just do you know and that may sound conceited or or whatever to you guys and i hope i don't come off that way because it's not that that's not my intent it's just that you know i have, I have a lot to say i always have you know if you, if you know me in real life i can't shut up i was a lead singer of a band you know i'm, I'm one of those guys that just fucking talks you know but hey what better platform than podcasting um where you know the idea is to talk so much so anyways ladies and gentlemen let's get through with the intro yap and uh we'll get into the bulk of the show uh first i would like to give thanks um to not only those little things i mentioned before you know give thanks in my own life about you know being thankful for you know roof over my head all those things i mentioned earlier but also give thanks to you guys and give thanks to everybody who supports me on any platform you find me, whether it's Instagram, whether it's, uh, you know, on Spotify or SoundCloud or any of those places that you see or find this podcast or anything that I do. And you take the time out of your day to press play and listen to me. That really, truly means a lot. I mean, you know, I don't know how else I can send, uh, you know, when I find ways to, to send my appreciation um, further, I will. Because I, I, you know, like I said, it keeps me going because, you know, these kinds of things keep me sane. You know, it's that's the whole idea, like I said, of this podcast is to burn the sage, meaning burn myself and, and just cleanse myself of these things and all the stuff that I have inside. And, and uh, you know, for, for people out there to press play and listen to it and appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you don't have to send me feedback, but when you do, I do appreciate that. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much for all my listeners out there and everybody who appreciates anything I do. Truly, truly, thank you. Alrighty, and so anybody who knows uh, returning guests and uh, will uh, know that the next part of this intro, yep, is uh, our deep breaths. And to those of you that are just joining us for the first time, welcome. And what we like to do before the park for, before the podcast uh, sort of kicks off, before the bulk of it kicks off, and the you know the the day's theme, the you know episode's theme, uh, we like to take a deep breath. And get all those things that are riddling your mind and, and uh, just kind of refocus, recenter, you know, get ourselves to be mindful um, and be in the present moment. I think I, uh, I should do that more in my everyday life. And I encourage everyone else to if you're feeling stressed out or you're feeling overwhelmed and you feel like your mind can't shut up, just take a deep breath. And, uh, you know, we're going to do that here. And uh, it's nice. I like to try to visualize all those things and kind of put them in a bag, you know, visualize yourself putting it all in a bag and, and then throwing it in the dumpster when we breathe out. Okay. So we're going to breathe in through our nose, deep breath. One, two, three. Hold it. Let it out. Let it out. Oh yeah. Let it out. Oh. <laughs> Don't mean to sound so sexual, but can I say I'm a sexual being just kidding um not kidding but you know weird anyways one more deep breath ladies and gentlemen breathe it all in and we're gonna let it go breathe out all righty ladies and gentlemen welcome to the burning sage podcast today will be uh the catch-up episode um and I will catch you guys up on where I've been and uh plans for this year and we'll get to some questions and all that stuff uh, on today's episode. Very exciting. Thank you so much for being here. Check it out. Here we go. The burning sage symbolizes breath. 
Necessary for life against the battle of death. I am the fire that cleanses the air. As the smoke inside of bad spirits, beware of the burning sage. Of the burning sage. Of the burning sage. Burning sage symbolizes wrath Necessary for life against the battle of death I am the fire that cleanses the air As the smoke gets higher, bad spirits beware Of the burning sage Of the burning sage Of the burning sage Of the burning sage Alrighty, people of Earth, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Burning Sage Podcast. I am your host, Sage Cash, Sage Ryan Cash, and uh, we are here today in a uh, gloomy, cold, and wet day in uh, downtown Eugene, Oregon, Oregon, um, up in the Northwest. And uh, yeah, it's been a long journey to get to Eugene, Oregon. Um, that's kind of what we'll talk about today, because... Uh, you know, it's been a while since I did a solo podcast. Of the, we had a couple great guests um, on our most recent podcast and our most recent return to podcasting in general. Um, we had uh, Ted Blazak and Kelly Blazak the following week. Uh, both are married to each other. Spoiler alert! Um, and those are great episodes. Me and Ted talked about some, you know, some things about life and some philosophies he's had. He's a very interesting guy, and he's also the host of a new show that he has hired me to produce for him called The One Upper Show. I'm very excited to uh, share more about this uh, coming up, and I think the first episode may be uh, the week that this comes out also. So um, get ready for that. It should be a very exciting venture. And uh, to be honest, it's the first time I actually got paid for podcasting, which is pretty surreal um, because you know this is not uh, necessarily a money-making venture, um, as I mentioned briefly in the intro, and if you've heard me talk about it, it's just something I love doing. It's a passion of mine, and uh, you know, it, of course, with those kinds of passions, with any creative ventures, you know, um, I guess the hope is that maybe one day it becomes financially prosperous, because you know that's the dream, right? Work for yourself, doing what you love. That's all we're trying to do here. And uh, you know, if it does make me money in the future enough to sustain life and me not work a nine to five well fuck me man i'm all all set for that i'd be super down you know um obviously i don't know who else wouldn't you know do to get paid to do what you love so um but yeah we you know this, this guy was uh kind enough to pay me to um come and produce his podcast for him and it was really exciting to kind of be behind the scenes and not be uh, a host of a podcast and just kind of do be on the ones and twos as they say and uh, got in a lot of cool exciting uh, equipment that I'm working with and you know it was just a cool venture and it was a it was a live setting and uh, just a yeah just a cool uh, cool thing that that went on there and you know then dude hands me a check for my work and it was pretty freaking exciting that the check said podcast you know where it says like what is it for and it said podcasting it's a big moment for me, ladies and gentlemen, and um, I'm just very honored to be in this position and, and to do these kinds of things and, you know, and to be one step closer to that dream of uh, perhaps may maybe making this uh, my day job because uh, I would love to, you know. 
But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, so had a couple great guests. Him, the first week we came back, and then his wife, Kelly, um, the second week, who uh, we talked about her uh, career as a mortician and county coroner. Very exciting things. And, you know, I wanted her on there to talk about that because I don't feel like, you know, we get to hear much from, from those types of people. Um, from, you know, mortician and a county coroner and whatnot. I think, um, I think if, you know, when I do have guests, that's kind of the, the theme I want with the guests, I would say. is like just have, like, people on that are real people sharing their real-life, uh, you know, things and about them and what they've been through and stuff and kind of try to hear perspectives that you may not hear every day, you know, and just and also, you know, have guests that I feel we'll, we'll, we can have a good conversation with, you know. Because, you know, this whole thing is, is uh, designed so you can listen to it, you know, while you're at work, while you're in the car, while you're, you know, whatever you're doing, just, you know, you press play and listen to podcasts. Podcasts are huge nowadays, and, you know, um, it's just nice to have something to listen to. And there's something about a podcast specifically um, that, you know, really gets people's jollies go- going, and including mine, including my own. I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of, a lot of comedy podcasts and things like that, and I'll probably do, um, well, I'll, I'll get into all that because I have some plans for this year that I'll get into. Um, but, yeah, so we had uh, Ted and Kelly, and then last week we had Kate the Great, Kate Craig on here um, chatting about her life and her trials and tribulations and uh um, what a woman that that gal is! If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to stop this this podcast and go press play on the Kate's episode. It was a great podcast. Hope to have her back soon because there was a lot that I didn't even get into. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was it was. I like you know being an interviewer. I like that setting. Um, obviously, I'm not you know my own stuff. The Burning Stage podcast isn't necessarily a a, a big podcast at the moment, so it's going to be kind of rough. Uh, it's going to be hard to, you know, schedule a guest every week and make sure that there's somebody here and then find the time to do that. Cause I, this isn't my day job, you know, I do have a day job. So to find time to sit down and do this on by myself is hard, let alone, um, trying to find a guest every week. But when I can find it, I will have it. And so look forward to that. Um, pretty excited that I at least got a couple guests in for, for this year's, uh, lineup of podcasts to come out. And uh, this week, I thought we would, uh, you know, it'd be my solo return and uh, just kind of catch you guys up on where I've been, because the last time you heard from me was about two, maybe three years ago, beginning of the pandemic, and I was living in the Bay, the Bay Area of California, IA, um, that's San Francisco Bay Area, so I was living in the East Bay in a place called Crockett. Before Crockett, I was living in a town called Pinole, and yeah, you know, we it's been a journey since then let me tell you i went i wrote that on my notes it says from the bay to oregon to big sur to oregon and that's kind of how it went um but to give you the longer version you know i was in the bay area for a while i got to stay with my best one of my best friends uh joey davies shout out to you for housing me and my dog at the time mercy girl and um you know let me let me stay there and get on my feet um you know i think uh <laughs> probably overstayed my welcome took me a while to get on my feet because you know the bay area for those of you that don't know i mean i'm sure you could imagine or i'm sure you've heard california is not cheap it's not a it's not a you know easy place to get by there um and frankly i had to work my ass off to afford rent all the time which definitely put a damper on these types of things you know like you've if you've heard 
those past episodes where I talk about my war and, and um, you know, reasons why I haven't been so consistent with this is because it doesn't pay me and it's hard to uh, find time to dedicate. And, and honest, also the energy, you know, when you work a nine to five and at that point I was working at a grocery store and I was working at a deli, a very busy grocery store and a very busy deli. And, a, and then the pandemic hit. So we were even busier because we were one of the few, um, you know, it was a, it was a corporation grocery store. So we were, um, I guess lucky would be the word, I guess, um, that we were open the whole time. You know, a lot of businesses were closed during the pandemic, early pandemic. And, and so, you know, pretty much the only place to do place to go. And at, at that time was the grocery store and that's where I worked. So I was working my butt off full time and, um, you know, kind of let this stuff slip away. I did have a brief stint in, um, in coming back and creating a new show, um, with my ex and whatnot. And that is, uh, something that I'll briefly touch, but, uh, but yeah, so we went from Joey's house to in Pinole to uh, Crockett, California, and both towns are pretty neat. They're a little, they're like basically um, near Berkeley. For those that uh, are familiar with that area, it's like some smaller towns north of Berkeley. Berkeley, Berk, Berk, Berk is it Berkeley? Yeah, sounds weird for some reason. Now that I'm saying it, uh, but yeah, you know, it was fun. I loved being in the Bay Area. I've always been a fan of that zone. Um, I love, I never really experienced the East Bay. I used to go to San Francisco a lot and go skateboarding and check out some shows and just be a hooligan in my younger years. And um, it was a real great time. I love that city. I love the atmosphere about it. I will say that it has changed, That like everybody always says and whatnot. Um, it's changed a little bit for sure. And, uh, you know, as the rent prices and the food prices and everything keeps going up, you get more and more people out on the streets unfortunately and san francisco has always had a problem with that but now it's just uh, you know especially with the pandemic and whatnot uh, while i was there it, it was just terrible man and those poor people out there you know uh, i always sympathize with those types of people i myself have been on the streets once or twice um and it's not easy it's not an easy life you know and and uh, a lot of those people are fucked up as you know and and uh, need need help and you know, the problem is how how do you help? And that's a whole other topic. And I think we, we did kind of conversate a little bit about that with Kate on last week's episode. Um, but, yeah, you know, down here in Eugene, Oregon, it's actually um, there's a lot uh, more homeless than I've ever experienced. You know, I, I did once live in this area um, and I was putting out podcasts at that point. Again, a little less consistent um, for those of you who don't know I'm from. Uh, Pacific Grove, California, Monterey County, um, which is like man, two hours south of San Francisco. Neat little town. It's near Pebble Beach for those that may have heard that. Or Carmel, California. That's another famous. Monterey is famous too, but you know, Pacific Grove ain't so much, but that's where I'm from. Butterflies. Anyways, um, yeah, so I started it out there, and that's where I resided for most of my life. Um, and then shit went awry. I moved to Oregon with my cousin Steve. Shout out to you, Steve. And yeah, had a grand old time, was continuing the podcast and had some, my struggles there. For those of you curious of what that looked like, because that was when I, when I first moved to Oregon from Monterey, I was homeless. And uh, that there's a whole podcast dedicated to all that stuff. And it's called My Journey Back from Bottom. It is available on all the podcast platforms. Well, most of them, I won't say all of them, but most of them. Um, part of the greatest hit, hit series that I did, and that's something I did to kind of, you know, I touched on it briefly, but before it was, uh, this podcast was only available on Spotify or on uh, SoundCloud, 
and now it's available on more platforms so i thought it'd be a neat way to kind of lead up to my return to give you some of those episodes back and give them you know a little bit more uh, attention and and uh you know reach more ears and whatnot and kind of get you guys to uh introduced into what i do here uh, for those of you that didn't know um and then lead up to my return which was a few weeks ago and i'm happy to be back Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be an exciting year. I will speak to my plans uh, for this year shortly. But yeah, so I was in the Bay Area last time you heard from me. Um, and then uh, basically was in a toxic relationship. And, uh, you know, shit, just, you know, as that tends to happen, um, not tends to happen, but as that could happen, I will say rather, you know. It caused me to just be in a dark place, and you know, I you know I wasn't alone in that dark place. The other person was as well, and we we're just in a dark place in general. I think you know the pandemic had a lot to do with it, but also just you know, people that I guess weren't necessarily meant to be together were together for a little bit too long, and it just kind of it was uh it just led us to a very dark zone and and dark things and and um you know rough times um for about you know almost a year. Uh, and yeah, put up, anybody knows that if you have been through dark times and been through rough times, it's really hard to do creative things and be creative and have the energy to do honestly anything like go to work, get out of bed, all those things. Like, you know, when you go through real rough times, it's pretty dehabilitating, um, where you just don't want to go anywhere, do anything, talk to anybody. And that's kind of the zone I was in. And, um, you know, unfortunately, life waits for nobody, and so you have to keep moving and moving and grooving, you know. And so from uh, the Bay Area, I shot up to, um, well, I went back to Monterey for a little bit, and I stayed with my grandma and my mom. And, uh, you know, got to visit the friends and family down there, and it was nice to, to kind of do that. I love coming home and visiting and whatnot. Um, and, you know decided that uh hey there's an opportunity in Oregon on a, a pot farm which I've worked on before and so I went out there unfortunately that didn't work out um and you know it was a place where there was no service or anything as well so doing a podcast and stuff didn't really it just didn't work out so there was a huge gap I think like two years between me doing podcasts and whatnot and I'd always it's you know it's always something I wanted to get back to it's always something I want to keep doing and, uh, you know, it's just hard when you're not, when your life's not consistent, you don't have a consistent, you know, place to live and things like that, you know, things like this kind of take a back seat, unfortunately. Um, but I'm working on that and I feel like, um, where I'm at right now is a good place to kind of keep going and, and moving on. And, um, you know, so yeah, so now, so from Oregon, um, that didn't work out. And then I moved to another place with no service or Wi-Fi or anything, uh, Big Sur, California, uh, which was a fucking great time. God damn it. Shout out to Big Sur. Shout out to everybody out there from Big Sur. Y'all know who you are. Um, and I appreciate you guys for, for taking me in. It You know, for, for people who are just listening who aren't familiar, who aren't from California or don't know, uh, you might have heard of Big Sur. It's a pretty popular uh, travel destination and uh, it's a beautiful area. I mean, I highly recommend it's on the Pacific Coast Highway, you know, PCH Highway 1. Um, it's, I mean, it's just magical. 
just ge- geographically speaking, aesthetically speaking, it's just fucking gorgeous. I mean, you know, people come from all over the world. Uh, lots of famous people have houses there and, and come and visit and whatnot. And they come and visit because it is a cool little, it's, you know, the community and the things to, I guess, like the organizations and buildings and restaurants. It's basically just like a roadside town. There's no like town center. There's no, you know, there's only one street and that's the highway and everything is off the highway. And it's just kind of like a couple restaurants some campgrounds. And I happen to work at one of those campgrounds. Shout out to Big Sur Campgrounds and Cabins. Um, you know, we, it's just a roadside town basically with a very small community of people. The only, there's not much to do other than, you know, visit the, there's lots of hikes and stuff like that. And if you're into nature, it's a beautiful place to be. Um, but you know, for the people that work and live there on a day-to-day basis, um, there's only a couple things to do. And I did write a letter that I was planning on reading soon, um, about that experience. So maybe I'll save, uh, much of that information about Big Sur for that episode because I'd like to dedicate a whole episode because it was a hell of a year and it was uh, it was it was honestly it was what I what the doctor ordered as they say because uh, coming from those uh, you know that toxic relationship to getting to Oregon and it did not working out and it kind of being a dark zone as well um, and not really you know for the from the beginning of the pandemic. And that whole pandemic leading till now, I was or leading till till I got to Big Sur, I was kind of like you know on the road again, you know, and and uh, I I don't come from a family of means, so um, you know I don't have like a I don't have too much of a, a support system to fall back on, you know. Some people, if, if shit goes wrong, they go back to mom's house and kind of recollect themselves and blah blah blah. But I don't have mom's house, you know. I have mom's apartment, and I went that, you know. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for her couch and everything. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful there, but you know, um, just being on your own and and getting older and stuff like that. I'm 31 now, about to be 32. It just gets tough, you know. It gets tough to to press restart. Um, you know, because you know, like starting from the bottom is 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 um this is a tough thing to do, and and uh, when you when you keep having to do it because you know I don't have a career, I didn't go get a degree in anything. Not that that necessarily guarantees you a career, but you know, it's just it's just rough. You know, I I think I um, uh, you know, it's just yeah, it's just been a a whirlwind before Big Sur. It was it was a rough time, you know. And uh, just traveling, sleeping on couches, not not sure what, where I was headed, where I should go, and and all these things. Um, and then uh, one of my other best friends, uh, Kobe Kushner, shout out to you, Kobe, Piggy Pigeon, um, for hooking me up with a job where he was working, Big Sur Campground and Cabins, and uh, in Big Sur because it's kind of um, out there and it's not necessarily close to anything. The closest towns are Carmel and Monterey and Pacific Grove. That's where I'm from. And, from, and that's where um, I heard of Big Sur first. You know, I used to go there as a kid and kind of just go camping and frolic. I used to hitchhike out there and, and you know, live the hippie life because it was known as like a big hippie place. Still is. Um, lots of hippies out there. Um, you know, but it was it was really cool to have those experiences as a kid. And I always, you know, it's it's just kind of a place that sticks in your mind if you've ever visited as like a magical, awesome, beautiful place to be. And so when he... Um, presented the opportunity to apply to this place and um and you know and work there I was all over it so luckily I got the job interview and luckily that went well and everybody there was super welcoming and super awesome and it was like you know um I got a job and and they pay you um 
or you get to live there as well because Big Sur is a roadside town. It's it's far away from, um, you know, anywhere with apartments or things like that. There's no like you know communal living places. I mean, there's communal living places, but they're all work based. So if you work there, your chances are they they house you, and it's you know they're they're usually like small cabins, small little trailers or whatnot. It's not nothing that um glamorous or anything, but it's rent free and it's you know usually rent free or it's or it's you know a discounted rent cuz you work there and live there and you kind of have to do that if you're working there full time and uh man it was I was just so grateful uh and I still am so grateful for them to hire me and and give me a place to live cuz I went from you know sleeping on couches and kind of being in the dark zone not not sure where I was going to you know sleep and 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 how I was going to pay my bills and yada yada for like 2 years you know in the pandemic and everything all this like chaos in the world's going on and to go from that to being in the magic place that is Big Sur, having a job, being with a familiar f- face in my my friend Kobe, and then also, you know, everybody there turns out to be super fucking cool, and they give me a place to live, so not only do I have my own place to live, um, but I have a job, and it seems like, you know, things were on the up and up, and it was, you know, that whole fucking time I spent there, I spent a little bit over a year uh, there, it was fucking great, and, you know, I'll touch on that more on, on the episode I dedicate to Big Sur, but, you know, it was a great fucking opportunity, and a great time, and, um, yeah, lots of, lots happened there, um, like I said, shout out to everybody out there, because you guys are fucking beautiful people, and I love you all, um, but, yeah, so I went from there, and then, you know, thing about Big Sur, it's, it's another place with no service and no Wi-Fi, and that was great, you know, that can be great, um, you know, if you're, if you can, you know, it really forces you to kind of get back to the roots of what you did, what I did as a kid. You know, I didn't grow up having the Internet. Um, I'm not that old. You know, the Internet did exist or whatever. But I was in a low, lower, lower middle class family and I didn't really have the resources to have uh, the Internet until I was like in middle school. I believe we got dial up um, Internet, AOL and whatnot. And, and uh, that was my first introduction. But that was before social media and all that other shit. So. You know, it's, uh, you know, you're remind when you're, when you're out of service and you don't have Wi-Fi and you don't, you can't rely on Netflix to, to kill your, your, t- your off time. You know, you can't rely on, uh, you know, YouTube and, and whatever and, or even doing podcasts and things like that. You can't really do that out there. I mean, you can, there's ways around it. Like the restaurants had, uh, the, the few restaurants had Wi-Fi that you could access, but it wasn't great quality cause we're, you know, there's not many cell towers or, or Wi-Fi towers out there. So you know, what we did as locals would go to the, the to the library and sit in the parking lot and steal their internet because they had the best internet for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, so, yeah, but it was, it forces you, uh, I think it came at, you know, everything happens for a reason. I am a believer in that. And it came at the right time where I needed to kind of, you know, turn off everything and, and, um, and just kind of reconnect with myself and reconnect with, like, you know, what do I want out of this life? What what does my day-to-day look like if I take away my phone, if I take away social media, if I take away access to the internet, Netflix, all that shit? What does that look like, you know? And I encourage everybody to do that, you know, maybe once a year or just once every so often, you know, just disconnect for a while. like, And I mean a while, like give it a month or, or you know, at least a couple weeks of just not, like no social media access, all this stuff. It's crazy how quiet the world becomes, you know, I think that you, especially nowadays, like I was saying, with the after the pandemic or through the pandemic and stuff, it just seemed like you know, if you're connected and you're paying attention to what's going on and you're 
watching the news or on social media and uh you know you're exposed to a lot of doom and gloom you know there's a lot of what can be uh perceived as chaos and just a down dark time just not even in my own life but just all around me you know but as soon as you turn that off and you're not able to have that it's it's crazy the sense of you know you're like wait is it really that dark or is the times really that chaotic i mean you know i'm going to um i'm hanging out with my friends here in big sur and everybody's having a good time and we're you know we're having a good time at work and you know it's like it's just a it's just such a interesting uh perception change when you're disconnected you know because uh, like i said all that stuff if you're if you are connected it, it's it's very overwhelming and it's very hard to manage it can be hard to manage you know and um it can leave you feeling more just more stressed and depressed than you may already be you know so um i think if you are feeling stressed and depressed th- those are the people that need to disconnect uh, more often in my opinion um, it really helps you, you know, I think also, too, if you're going through something in life, I mean, and this isn't, you know, I'm not the first per- person to say this, but, you know, I think there it, it's super true that, you know, when you are feeling sad about your own life and then you spend all day on social media and you see everybody posting all their, you know, uh, everything they post is usually good things, right? That's that's when you feel like posting is when you're in a beautiful place, you'd snap a picture, post it, you know, and or if you're having a good time or whatever you're doing in in a positive way you feel like posting and so you don't really get to see people's trials and tribulations and so it appears to you that all these other people are out there living their grand old lives and you're over here sad pouting and 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 bitching and moaning and and feeling sorry for yourself it doesn't help at all to see that everybody else looks like um they're having a great time while you're not you know i think there's something definitely um that definitely doesn't help much in those situations. So to be disconnected and whatnot, it just really remind you know, I played a lot more guitar, started to read a lot more again, um, get back to things that I just, you know, had put aside when because it's so easy when you are connected and you do have Wi-Fi and whatnot to just jump on Netflix when you get home, jump on video games, jump on, you know, um, YouTube, whatever it is that drowns your time, social media, all that stuff. You know, when you don't have that, you're like, fuck, like, all right, I got to feel I got to figure out what I like. Remember who the fuck you are almost, you know, like, remember, OK, shit, I did like playing guitar. Let me bust that thing out, you know. And, oh, fuck, I, I do love this shit. And, you know, you just you just kind of remind yourself of who you are and and um, you find yourself, um, you know, getting back to like. I would say positive hobbies. I don't think there's anything wrong with with being on social media if you have it in moderate. You know, everything in moderation. Moderation is key, but um, you know, it's just it's so easy to access that it's like when you take that away. Um, I don't know. I I just feel like it, it it's a good opportunity to to find some uh better quality hobbies. I guess is a way to say it. You know, just better use of your time than just you know watching netflix shows and playing video games and being on social media not that there's anything wrong with that but when you do that you, you guys know what i'm talking about you know how fucking easy it is to put off you know if you everybody has something they want to do whether it's oh man i really want to read more books or i want to you know i want to watch not watch but i want to you know uh i want to write a song or i want to get into um podcasting or or i want to you know i want to go skateboarding more whatever it is a lot of that is is uh, drowned 
by the distractions, you know, and the ease that it is to be, if you are connected, the ease it is, how easy it is to, you know, just click on the TV, click on YouTube, click on Netflix, all that shit. Like, it's just so, it's it's hard not to fall into that trap, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, and um, you know, I'm a victim of it for sure. So, I mean, I'm out in Eugene, and the first thing I did when I got an apartment was we went and got Wi-Fi, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think not having it for so long, I definitely abused it the first couple of weeks. And, um, and I didn't do shit as far as like, you know, all the hobbies I like to do. I didn't do shit, um, other than, you know, watch Netflix, YouTube, all the stuff that I'm explaining that are distracted. So it takes one to know one y'all, you know? And, um, but that being said, I had, you know, you got to snap yourself out of it, you know? And, um, maybe you have people in your life that can snap you out of it for you, but Usually it's a good idea to try to develop a voice in your head that um, can kind of hold yourself like it's good to try and hold yourself accountable to things, you know, and and, um, excuse me and just kind of be responsible for your own actions. And, and, you know, I I have a good um, inner voice in my head. I You know, I have a bad one, too. We all have the demons and the cruelty of self-doubt stuff. But I also have developed um, because, you know. If you go back and listen to my war or my journey back from bottom and all these things, like, you know, I've been through a lot, like, not saying, not here for pity or whatever, but, you know, everybody has their trials and tribulations in life, and, and for whatever reason, um, I just have, uh, you know, I've always had a good voice in my head that I try to listen to more often than not when I'm feeling down or whatever, and just, like, something that tells me, hey, man, snap the fuck out of it, you know you're fucking up, you're eating too many pieces of pizza, you're, you're staying up too late, you're drinking too much, whatever it is, like, I, I I feel like most people might have this voice in their head, I, I guess, like, I just encourage people to, to pay more attention to it, and to, like, let that win more, because it's so easy to, you know, if you don't let that voice win, you know, when you're drinking too much, or if you feel like shit, and you're eating too much, too much bad food, or, you know, if there's something in your life, you know, in the back of your head, that it's not what you're supposed to be doing, when you don't stop, then that makes you, it makes it even harder. The longer that you go on like that, it makes it harder to stop because you've, that you, you just feel more guilt and shame. And that adds to you just wanting to just drown yourself in Netflix and drown yourself in social media and drown yourself in video games, whatever it is. You want to do that because you're so disgusted with yourself and, you know, you just feel so bad that it's hard to get back into the groove of things. And so I just encourage people to, to try, um, to find ways to, to, um, you know, not let those things, uh, go on for too long. All those things that you feel are negative in your life. Just, just, just try your best to, uh, you know, pay attention to the angel on your shoulder, not the demon. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, you know, uh, luckily I have a good, angel on my shoulder and I try to pay attention to it and it'll snap me out of it when I know I'm fucking up and I'm not you know checking my boxes as I I like to say and doing those things that I love and make me happy and you know um, I think too if you're feeling sad for yourself or whatever and and you're wondering why um, one thing I've always tried to do is is like I I I don't know if I've talked about this before I'm sure I have but um a good routine, and I'm not sure where I found this. It's probably in every self-help book or whatever. But, you know, jot down things that you love doing that you know for a fact makes you happy. It could be as simple as, like, listen to music 
um, you know, go outside and go skateboarding, um, play guitar, stretch, do yoga, exercise, whatever it is that you know usually makes you feel better. Um, make that like a checklist that you can go back to. Like if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling sorry for yourself or you feel like shit um, and you're wondering why or you're wondering, you know, or you're figuring out how to, get, you know, reverse that, look back at that checklist and, and see if you've done anything on that list. And if you haven't, go down that list and do those things that you know make you happy and tell me that it doesn't make a difference. It usually does, you know, so... Um, yeah, check your boxes. That's, that's um, something I try to do. Um, and it's not, you know, I'm not perfect. Uh, everybody struggles. Everybody fucks up. And, you know, it's hard to be consistent, especially when life throws you for whirlwinds, as life loves to do. Um, you know, uh, it's it gets tough. But, you know, I think those are things that uh, help me and hopefully can help you uh, get out of that. But, uh, but, yeah, so back to catching up. So from the Bay Area to Oregon on the pot farm, to Big Sur and then having that great experience in Big Sur it was kind of like I said it was just a great reset for me in terms of like I felt finally like okay I have a place to stay a a steady job um, and a good community of friends um, that this is this is nice this is what I needed to be reminded that hey you know it's not always going to be struggles it's not always going to be if you just stay consistent in, in, in your morals and standards and, and believing that you're a good person and trying to do good and, and you're not spreading negativity and you're not, you're not being a jerk um, and you're not doing uh, negative things, then, you know, those struggles will pass. And you will, you know, after the rain, there's always sunshine. You know what I'm saying? Um, the day is always darkest before dawn. You know, that whole dark night quote and whatnot it's it's really true you know um as i get older you start to see that more because you 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 know when you're in those periods of suffering and and struggle it's real hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel you know what i mean it's hard to believe that this shit's gonna go go away and you will have good days again you know um but you will and uh and yeah just truly believe that and i truly believe that and but you know it is hard to remember sometimes and but yeah big sur was a great reminder that hey there's still people out here that can care about you there's still people out here that want to see you succeed and you still can succeed and and you know if you just check your boxes and and uh you know be try to spread positivity and not negativity then positive things will come to you and um you know big sir was a huge reminder for me uh of that fact but you know in big sir because there's no service and no wi-fi or whatnot um I think after a little while, after, you know, the initial excitement of being there and, and being and developing these friendships and whatnot and, and and being a part of this great community, you know, especially during the winter when it gets dark at like five and there's not really much to do, um, it gets cold. It's not too cold. I mean, it's on the California coast, so it's not like it's Eugene, Oregon or, you know it doesn't snow or anything like that but you know it gets dark early and and uh, you get off and there ain't really anything to do except for go to a couple uh of the restaurant bars there shout out to the tap house and shout out to fernwood um for being uh staples in the community and letting us be degenerates (laughs) at your establishments um but you know it basically i it was an opportunity for me during those winter times when there wasn't much to do recreationally speaking and i was man i was really trying to figure out how to get some recreate positive recreation out there because the only things really to do is to like get fucked up you know smoke a lot of weed and drink a lot of beer 
Um, those were like the only things to do, especially during the winter and the colder months and the, the slower months, as they say, because, you know, I worked at a campground and whatnot, and nobody really wants to come camping if it's there's a chance of rain and whatnot. So when the business is slow and the days are short, there ain't really much to do except for get fucked up. And so that was becoming a problem for me. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't go ahead and say I, I'm an alcoholic. I won't say that I was addicted to any sort of drug um, in fact, marijuana especially is always, nowadays it's more, you know, I barely use it because it kind of stresses me out now. It doesn't chill me out like it used to when I was, when I was younger, you know, um, it, it used to kind of be a calming thing and, and, uh, be fun. But nowadays it's, it's not that for me. Um, it, I still have fun on it. I still, you know, I still smoke every once in a while and usually at nighttime. Um, you know, when I'm, when, but it just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just getting older. You have more things to worry about and it kind of just, uh, it doesn't help like, like it does for some people for me. Um, but yeah, but drinking, drinking sure helps. Drinking sure, it seems to help, you know, drowns your thoughts and, um, you know, stops those negative feelings for a sec, you know, especially when you're drinking with your buds and that's what everybody else is doing. But, you know, I found myself gaining weight and not exercising and just, you know, uh, just drinking too much and just fucking around too much. And, and um, I knew, I was like, okay, you know, as much as I love this community, as much as I love what's going on here, um, I gotta, I got I probably have to leave. Just because for me, uh, if you tell me the only things to do during those months around here, and honestly, during, even when it's busy, it's like, you know, you have to really love hiking. <laughs> you know, you have to really love hiking and really love your hobbies um, and have positive hobbies Otherwise, you know, you do start just fucking fucking up, fucking around too much, getting fucked up too much and um, doing too many substances and whatnot. And, um, you know, that's what happened to me. It was like you tell me that the only things to do around here is drink during the winter. Well, that's what I'm going to do. And so, you know, that's what I did. And I saw myself kind of, you know, drinking way too much and, and gaining weight. And then uh, I had like a... A fucking crazy medical shit that happened early last year around this time and put me down for like a month or two. I had a kidney infection turned into like this crazy reactive arthritis that like I couldn't move my fucking body for a month. It was fucking insane, man. Um, you know, it was just, um, it was wild. It was just a wild, uh, dark time, even in Big Sur where I was having a great time and where I finally felt, you know, some bit of home or some bit of comfort and consistency. Um, you know, my, I guess my, my own demons and my own struggles with, uh, I, I would like to say I'm a sucker. I'm more instead of, there's a great growlers line and I always quote it, but it's like more of a sucker than a fiend. It's hard to turn down a smiling friend. And that's kind of the way I, I, uh, like to explain my battles with substances is that like, you know, um, even though I do like having a glass of, of whiskey at night by myself, if I'm alone or whatever, I don't need necessarily people to drink, to be around me to drink, but I don't usually go past a certain limit if I'm by myself drinking or if I'm just drinking at home or whatever. But when I'm with people, I'm down to, to just kick it. I love a good time. I'm a sucker for a good time. I, you know, if there's people around me and they're all fucking drinking beer and we're getting rowdy and we're howling at the moon. I will do that whether if it's fucking Tuesday night and I got work in the morning, whatever. I know uh, it's not smart. Then I'm, you know, as I get older, I try my best to be more responsible 
in those situations. But man, I, I'm, I just think that life is supposed to be lived. And so I, you know, it's, um, uh, something I battle with, you know, that just my sucker for a good timeness, you know what I mean? It's like, I gotta, I gotta kind of remove, if I want to get shit done, I can't really be around uh, a good time too much, you know, and that's kind of what Big Sur was for me. Unfortunately, it turned into that, you know, it turned into me having too much of a good time and it was too, too available, you know, which isn't a bad thing at all. You know, I'm not shitting on Big Sur at all. You know, if you, if you can handle yourself better than I can, it's totally a great place to be. It's a great place to visit, great place to live. If you can, I mean, it's just fucking, it's, it's gorgeous aesthetically speaking. And the community is fucking a bunch of misfit, uh, people of all walks of the earth and um they're fucking very accepting very you know peace and love out there it really is man and i truly cherish that but for me it was just too much it was too um accessible you know all the good time stuff it was just you know it's fucking everybody around me like to drink beer and smoke weed and and uh, eat mushrooms and stuff like that um uh, and you know all that shit is good in moderation or can be good in moderation but you know, it just was too much for me. So, um, I met a I met a girl out there, ladies and gentlemen, and she's still my girlfriend now. And we were both kind of feeling this same vibe of like, hey man, like you know, this is kind of getting a little too much. We're having too much of a good time, and and uh, we feel like we're not progressing in our lives, um, so to speak. And we decided that we were going to look elsewhere and try to maybe move. And then this opportunity opened up with her her family's um, political advisory company, um, and that's what I work for now. And it happened to be uh, they needed people. They were opening up a um, a campaign in Eugene, Oregon. And man, Eugene, Oregon is a place that I've fucking I visited a couple times and just fell in love with. I love this area of Oregon. Uh, it's filled with just nothing but trees and rivers and and skate parks and just fucking cool shit cool art scene down here reminds me a lot of santa cruz california for those of you who have ever visited santa cruz but it's just like a really cool um it's not a a, a big city it is pretty big but it's not like portland size it's not like sf size or la size um you know it's a college town so there's a lot of youthful um people out here and, and it's just got a cool scenes and stuff like that and i've always really wanted to to live here you know um and then you know just so happened that they had an opportunity for us out here so um last fall i think it was october of last year 2022 we decided to fucking try it out and here we are ladies and gentlemen we are back in oregon uh in eugene oregon and it's fucking honestly it's a dream come true it's pretty it's pretty trippy you know i remember like the office that i'm in right now is above um these bars that I used to visit when I did visit Eugene because I live not too far from here in a town called Mapleton which is by Florence which is by the coast um shout out to Kyle James who's still out there in Florence um you know me and Kyle used to come out here we saw Dell Makes 3 uh at the venue here McDonald Theater and I can literally see McDonald Theater out this office window it's just trippy it's just trippy how life works you know years later this is where I work and this is where I live it's just really fucking cool and I'm really appreciative of all, of all this you know uh, but with that, in a new area, in a new place, a new zone, and stuff like that, you know, it comes with its own trials and tribulations of, of you know, getting into a good routine, you know, um, figuring out how to balance your work life with your afterlife and your love life and, and uh, you know, taking care of your responsibilities and whatnot. Because it's like, you know, we did press restart when we came out here. We didn't come out here with much. 
we didn't have much in Big Sur, so we didn't come here with much. And, um, you know, we're building off what we have. And, and uh, you know, it's been, it's been uh, you know, has its peaks and valleys as life does usually. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's where I'm at now, Eugene, Oregon, and I'm proud to be here. It's been, a, you know, despite the constant rain, especially in the fall and the winter and, and um these months it does the sun does come out and it is a good zone and even in the rain you know there's plenty to do there's lots of movie theaters and ladies and gentlemen for those of you that don't um that are in california or whatnot and don't get to experience these theaters that now have like lazy boys and and fucking serve beer and shit like that like holy moly i had no idea until i first started coming to oregon and, and realizing holy shit your guys's movie theaters are fucking next level and it's the shit but um there's plenty to do during the rain, you know, I mean, rain don't stop me from, uh, you know, I don't have to be outside to do uh, some of the things I want to do, like podcasting or playing guitar or, you know, whatever it is, I can do that in, indoors. So it doesn't bother me much because I know that's a big complaint of people that, that um, you know, try to try to give reasons why they're working three jobs to pay for their one bedroom apartment in California and give themselves excuses to like why they live there. Oh, well the weather and this and that. And like, yeah, that's a pretty valid excuse. The weather is fucking amazing, especially in on the coast of California. But you know, how often you go to the beach, you know, and how often are you, are you using up that sunshine there, you know, and not just sitting in your house watching Netflix all day. Uh, you know what I mean? And if you are out there enjoying the sunshine and you are outside and, and love that stuff, then kudos to you, man, you know? Um, but for me, I just, I, I've always loved Oregon, always loved this, this, uh, area and, uh, yeah, glad to be here. So, you know, once we got the apartment and everything, I just said, fuck it, dude, I'm bringing the burning stage back. It's been a couple of years, but you know, it's been plaguing me. It's been, these thoughts have been plaguing me and, uh, this is my cleanse y'all. And, um, you know, I just want to. I just want to try it. Like this year, I want to stay consistent. I want to put an episode out a week. I want to get into this other stuff that I have planned for the year, which I'm going to get into very shortly. Um, and I just want to try it. See what happens after a year. You know, see what, give it my all for a year. And as far as like promoting it and like, you know, just, just putting out content and, and trying these experiments um, that I'll talk about in a sec. Um, and just see where I'm at in a year and see if I can continue that level and if it is becoming more financially prosperous then i will be able to continue that um consistency that would be great and if i my following grows and whatnot and it, you know we'll see at the end of the year where i'm at i'm not expecting to be you know fucking pewdiepie or or you know any of those guys on uh or joe rogan or anything i'm not expecting big numbers by the end of the year but we'll see where we're at by the end of the year and um you know, we'll see if I can stay consistent uh, with all of these things that I'm going to introduce throughout the year. Because um, it's already getting pretty fucking tough, honestly, to, to find time to podcast and go to work and all this other shit. Um, so we'll see. I'm also producing that uh, show that I mentioned, the One Upper Show. And so, you know, I'm trying to balance all that stuff. But I think I think I can get a pretty good routine down. And, and you know, th this stuff, the podcasting and producing that other podcast, it's stuff I love to do anyway. So it's not it doesn't necessarily feel like work. Um, there is a lot of work that goes into it uh, as far as like setting everything up and, and producing and making sure it sounds good. All that jazz. I'm doing it all by myself here. And uh, with the with the uh, other show, the one upper show, um, you know, I'm producing that. So I'm making sure all the, it sounds good. And I'm trying to I just created an intro song I'm, I'm stoked on. And, and uh, now we're getting to edit the episodes and well, it'll be out shortly. Um, but yeah, so. 
Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was my ramble and my rant on where the fuck I've been and just trying to catch you up on uh, all that jazz because it has been a while since I sat down just solo and uh, chatted with you guys for a minute. So I appreciate you all for listening. Hope it wasn't too uh, much gargle and just, you know, uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully some somebody out there, if you're going through a hard time or whatever, just remember that the fucking light is at the end of the tunnel. There will be sunny days and whatnot ahead. Uh, so fear not. And, you know, if you Check your boxes, all that shit. Hopefully you can get some good at all that, all that uh, mouth vomit that I just put in your eardrums. But yeah, so let's move on to uh, what I have planned for the year. Um, so I'm very excited. Like I said, this year I'm just going to go full bore. I'm going to give all my energy and I'm going to fucking drink way too much caffeine and spend most of my days working um, for this whole year because uh, obviously I have a 9 to 5 to pay the bills. And I'm going to use my free time to um, pretty much give up my free time throughout the year to focus on this shit, you know, focus on my creative ventures and the one upper show and all this other stuff I'm about to to explain to you guys. This is the year that I'm going to give it my all. So stay tuned, motherfuckers. Um, But yeah, my plans for this year. So I really want to start a YouTube channel. Um, I don't necessarily know what that will look like. I have some ideas. I think what I'm going to try to do is I'll... I'll probably just, all these ideas, I'll probably just create videos and see what sticks. See what I enjoy doing and see what you guys enjoy watching and whatnot. Um, If anything, you know, I'm not sitting here expecting anything, really. I'm just going to see, you know, what what I have fun doing and stuff. Because I I used to do uh, some streaming and and, um, on Twitch and whatnot and play video games and shit like that. And I really liked the, the video aspect of it. And um, I might even do a video uh, podcast, make this into to have that option as well, because I personally, you know, certain podcasts I like watching, like I'm a big fan of this podcast called Tiger Belly. It's with Bobby Lee and his girl or his ex-girlfriend, Kalila. And um, Bobby Lee's funny as fuck. And if you have if you like comedy and and you're not a sensitive person (laughs) and uh, aren't afraid to 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 listen to, to real comedians be funny then check out Tiger Belly. It's fucking great. He has great guests and, and just a great podcast. But I like watching that. They have a cool set. I don't know, something too, like when you when you hear something, you hear people talk uh, through your headphones or whatever, um, you know, sometimes they'll reference a video and you can't see that video. Or, you know, it. it I just like, it, when I watch it, I don't know, there's something about watching it. So I want to add a video aspect of a podcast. And then I also, you know, see what's been going on on YouTube I'm a big fan of YouTube, and I just see what's going on in terms of, like, people who, who make certain videos of them just talking about whatever, you know. Um, uh, my girlfriend really likes to watch, like, uh, these videos of dudes, like, who, who will just talk about, like, YouTube video, different YouTube videos, and they'll make little funny videos about that. And just, you know, there's a lot of, I think YouTube has always been a platform that excites me because it has an opportunity and a space for me to to kind of try um, these different things that I want to try. And, and, like, because I've... I grew up wanting to be a movie maker, and so that's for one. That's one of my plans for this year is to start putting out like little shorts and maybe even like longer, um, you know, short films, and then maybe even a, f- a full length uh, movie at, at some point. But I want to definitely this year. I'm gonna put out um, a short film or two. Uh, I really am excited about that because you know, um, <clears throat> in t- with today's technology and whatnot, especially, you don't necessarily need a movie camera. You know, you could fucking film a movie on your uh, iPhone or your fucking Droid or whatever you got. Your phone's a really good camera enough, so as long as it sounds good, you can kind of put out some good shit, you know. And if you if you can handle the 
the monotony and the fucking uh, meticulous effort of editing, which I do really enjoy doing as well from filming skateboarding and stuff like that. Like I, I, um, I've always enjoyed putting together edits and whatnot. I have fun doing that. So I'm excited to see what I can do um, on YouTube because I, you know, I want to make short films. I want to, I want to like kind of, I want to have like a music channel because I used to do, and that's one sad thing about me being on all these other platforms is unfortunately Sage's mixtape, my old school radio show, as I called it. Um, I have to put a pause on that because I, you know, I don't have the rights to those. Uh, songs that I was picking out and whatnot and playing them. I wasn't making any money, so don't come after me, lawyers, if you're listening to this. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I could get away with that on SoundCloud and being a smaller podcast and stuff, but as this grows, if it does grow, um, that that could be a huge thing for me to get, like, closed down real quick is to play, you know, unlicensed music or whatnot. So I have to put a stop on that, but I, you know, I love music. I loved that that format and hopefully I can get a version of that to come back. Cause I just really enjoyed, um, you know, putting together a playlist for you guys and kind of bullshitting in between that. Um, but you know, as I see on YouTube, they got these reaction videos on, on different songs and stuff like that. And they got like people who review albums and whatnot. Um, I think I'm going to try my hand in that kind of shit, like reacts videos, um, and like, you know, music reviews, album reviews, my top 10 lists and different genres, things like that. I'm going to start doing that kind of stuff, and then I'm going to do that as well with movies because I'm really passionate about movies and, and film and, and, and TV shows and stuff like that. And I So movies and music for sure. I'm going to make some videos uh, on YouTube um, about that stuff, and then I may or may not get back into gaming, um, but I we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But mainly I want to definitely do some music and, and movies videos um, and then create that short film. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see that that's all I, that's all I'm focusing on as of yet. I'm going to try, uh, different things on YouTube and kind of just experiment, like I said, and see what I have fun doing, see what you guys, uh, respond to more. And then we'll kind of weed out what works and what doesn't. And that's kind of my plan for this year is, uh, continue with the podcast, the burning stage podcast, which you're listening to right now. Um, and you know, try this YouTube venture. Um, and then also we got, I'm producing the one upper show. And I'm going to be big in trying to create a production company uh, out of the Burning Sage. So it'll be the Burning Sage Productions. And um, hopefully I can... My One of my big goals and one of my dreams is to, um, is to create and own a studio where I can... Um, not only will I have you know places where people can come and, and, and podcast... And I can use it myself for podcasting and stuff. But I also want uh, a section for music. I want people to be able to come in and uh, record albums with me. And I'd love to produce people's albums and whatnot. And, and um, there's a class in Eugene that I'm thinking of taking of of uh, really learning the, the proper equipment and how to do all those things. So I'm excited to maybe try that and, and uh, see what's going on. But I just I would love to be a producer if my shit didn't really work out, you know, if, if my YouTube stuff doesn't work out and, and, um, I can't be the host of these things. Um, I'll probably always continue to do a podcast of sorts and I'll always be out there. Uh, cause like I do love doing this and, and I am passionate about it and it's something I feel like I'm, I'm decent at. Um, and you guys have been awesome and, and respond to it well, so I won't stop that. But you know, if it, if it's not be, turning into be, financially prosperous or whatnot i'm gonna have to look at stuff that will be in and i think that you know 
owning a studio space for people, especially in a place like Eugene or, or different places where, um, where, you know, there's a lot of artists out there that need, um, a, you know, that need studio time and, and, and need, um, people out there and places for them to perform and record and, and all that stuff. I would love to be a home for that. You know, shout out to Chris Powers, who's really inspiring, um, for what he did in Monterey. For those of you who don't know, check him out. Chris Powers at Chris Powers, uh, on Instagram or whatever, but he has like a little art studio thing that he, you know, just has him and then a few other art, art, artists in Monterey, California kind of collabed on, um, this thing called the shop. And it's like an area where, artists can rent out space and and uh, you can like go and visit and watch live art be created and just like a place for people to be creative and I fucking love that and I I want to do something similar um, myself so that's my goal too my ultimate goal is to own a studio and have a place um, where artists can feel comfortable and come on in and I'll try to make it as affordable as possible and not be some fucking jerk off that's gonna rob you or, or try to like make money off you or whatever like I just want to I'm not in it to get rich, y'all. I'm just in it to fucking be um, helpful and, you know, um, you know, like, uh, of course, I'm going to try and make money. That's you got to make money to survive. I got to pay the bills. I got to feed myself. I got, you know, responsibilities and whatnot. So um, it's not like I'm going to do it for free. But, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, just being a home for, for artists. Because I know myself just being in a in a band when I was younger. Shout out to the greatest band I ever played music, the Death Cats. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, in those days, one of my, our biggest regret as a band, I, I bet we'd all agree on is that we never recorded our original songs, man. We had like at least 20 to 30 original kick-ass tunes that we never got to lay down because, you know, the studios are few and far apart. And if you find one, it's fucking an arm and a leg to, to record, and it might not be the right vibe and whatever, whatever. So I just want to make a space where people can come in and, and um, you know, it'd be a cool vibe and, and uh, just like feel feel very comfortable to create their art. That's what I'm that's one of my goals as well. So plans for this year is to stay consistent with this podcast, um, introduce you guys to a few new things like my YouTube ventures. I'm an experiment on YouTube and whatnot. And then also introduce you guys to a couple new to uh, a couple new shows that I got in the works one being the one upper show and then I have a couple other things that I'm working on but I won't announce yet just in case that excuse me just in case that falls through um but yeah so lots of big things ahead y'all I appreciate you guys listening to me ramble all by myself here today sorry I don't have a guest uh, but hopefully I'm still entertaining enough where you don't necessarily need it you know what I'm saying but um yeah thank you guys so much for listening um this has been another episode of the Bernie Sage podcast and uh yeah hope to see you next week and remember to appreciate those little things y'all and just you know be grateful for your lives and and uh yeah stay stay freaking patient stay freaking humble and don't be afraid to question everything
sage symbolizes wrath necessary for life against the battle of death. I am the fire that cleanses the air as the smoke gets higher. Bad spirits beware of the burning sage, of the burning sage, of the burning sage, of the burning sage.